Jesus Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on a Another week of Info-G Radio. This is episode 577 for October 21st, 2019. And I've had to do a lot more work to this show than I normally do because Anthony could not, not laugh. Thanks. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> On the show this week, we have Anthony. Hello. And we have Drew. Hey. Who didn't laugh because we already talked to Craig. Yeah, we've we've done the Craig thing already. Yeah, so we'll see how this we'll see how this turns out. Now recording. Now recording. Uh, but we're also doing a backup recording, just in case. Hopefully, I don't know. This is a weird week. Oh no! Tell, we tell, tell them why we have to do all this backup recording and stuff like I, that, Ken. I got a new computer. I got a new pewter. And I had to reset up everything, and it didn't work the way I wanted it to, audio-wise. In fact, I'm using a new headset and everything. What's a computer? It's a thing you use to play video games and type stuff on. Okay. I mean... You you can apparently do that with an Apple thing, and they made that commercial with that girl saying, what's a computer? Oh, I forgot about that commercial. Yeah, let's not forget about that dumb commercial. Because the new commercial is, what's his name, Matt McKenzie Book, who says the Surface Book is better than a MacBook. Okay. That's the new sure. commercial. Are they doing like the Sega Nintendo thing from the 90s? I yeah, mean, they, they're... They did know, the, that in the, the past, back when like Apple started to take off. Again, I mean, Apple, I'm an Apple, I'm a... Mac and I'm a PC. Come on. That's There's been so much. I don't know. I don't care. Some people like to use Mac. Some people like to use Windows. And I mean, now more than ever, they're closer. Yeah, they're basically the same thing. I mean, it's whatever. It's an operating system. If your allegiance is behind an operating system, you're done. Macs can't get viruses. <laughs> yes, they can. <laughs> They can get ransomware, but thanks. Thanks for coming up. I mean, I don't know why anybody would buy an Xbox. I don't know why anybody would buy a Switch. I don't know why anybody would buy a PS4. You wouldn't steal a car. <laughs> you wouldn't download a car. You wouldn't download a car, would you? Except someone I, totally dude, has. Dude, if I could download a car, I totally would. Someone has. Someone has downloaded like the the plans to a car and is three D printing it. Have you have you tried yeah, to pay for a car, car recently? That shit's expensive. If I could download it, hell yeah, I'd do it. Yeah, that's true. Download a car. I want to fucking bet. <laughs> 
Anyway, okay. yeah. video games. Podcast. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> talk about video games. Anthony, you want to talk about video games? Yeah. Uh, ukulele continues to impress. I can't believe how good that game is. Every every time I'm like, okay, I think I've gotten the idea of how they're going to change a level. It's going to be, oh, we've added more water. The plants have grown because you've added more water. I mean, there's only so many things you can do to a book, I figured. Um, but then they had one where it was more windy because a like, device was blowing on it. Um, then there was one where the level was sticky, which made that level so different because you move slower, but then you can jump up walls. I think that might be this might be my favorite platformer in a long time that isn't like puzzle based like is just a straight like sort of skill based platformer um another game I have for review because it was uh, mentioned last week and I was like well that sounds kind of interesting and I watched the trailer and went that kind of actually looks decent is Ice Age Scrat's Nutty Adventure um <sighs> It doesn't look as good as the previews. I will say that. I don't know if it's X enhanced, so I'm just playing on the standard Xbox One. Um, that is like PS2 era B-grade platformer, um, which is a compliment because it's not something we get a lot of. Uh, it's very straight through. You're just kind of platforming through a level. There is a hub world, but um there isn't like there's a couple of collectibles for each part of the level but it's like a long linear path that you get to the end to and then they send you back to the hub and then you go down a different path so i finished one and it gave me a double jump ability that i know i didn't have originally so then it sends me on the second one which i can now access because i have a double jump um it's clear that i have to go back through old levels with a uh, future ability uh to get everything but it's pretty good when they do the cutscenes, they're funny because it's looney tunes esque slapstick humor kind of realize that scrat sort of predates the rabbits and the rabbits obviously predate the minions so um it's kind of interesting to have scrat on his own video game i think he's the best character from the ice age movies i don't remember much else other than him uh and ray romano doing the actually Ray Romano, Dennis Leary, and fucking are you kidding me? I know his name. Uh, John Leguizamo. That's it. That's all I remember is that they do the voices, but I can tell you what happens in those movies. Um other than Scrat though, there's really not much to tie it in. Sometimes you see uh mammoths in the background, which is weird because I wanna say the plot point was that Ray Romano's character was one of the last ones, but I don't recall. Um, I mean, it's it's fine. It's it's this weirdly fine platformer. I, I just can't tell you why it exists at all. In 2019. In 2019. Now, I've looked to see if there's a movie coming out soon. No. What? Um, it's the same team that did uh, odd the new Odd World games. They did the new Micro Machines game. I, it, 
it's just odd. And it's like, this game could be better, but it could be a whole hell of a lot worse. And so like there were, there was some love and care put into this. And I just, I just don't get it because like the kids who watched ice age, I want to say would be my age. Like I know that they made like 14 of them since the first one, but I just don't know who this is for. It's not by any means a hard platformer. It's fine. It's got the minimal amount of combat, like the old one, old B tier platformers do. Um, you yeah, sound I'm like not, me talking about uh, that Ben Ten game I reviewed. I'm not. I'm not disappointed. Well, at least Ben Ten though had an audience. Like you know what I mean. Like Ben Ten had an audience for its whole run. I think the only time it kind of really dropped is that they changed their the art style of it. That's what that, that game been, was. That's what that okay. game was based on. Was the new art style apparently? But I mean, it, I think it also got just new viewers. Like the old viewers dropped off, and I mean, kids were still interested in it. I just don't know because this is such a weird time for this game to come out. Like especially during the busy season, I I, I just don't get it. I get being out before Christmas, but I don't. I can't explain why this game exists other than it's fine. It's fine. Um, I've uh, I, I spoke about Anodyne, the first one, and said I wanted to play Anodyne two. Um, Anodyne two is weird, and I don't know if that's a good thing. Anodyne one is perfectly bizarre. Um, it just is obtuse enough in story and plot that I'm like okay I I don't know if it needs to mean anything I still enjoyed it Anodyne 2 is more weird but they're also trying to throw in more plot and it's this time it's no longer just a 2D Zelda like uh, it is a 3D game that looks like an old PS1 game like they they've purposely gone for the aesthetic of low polygon pixelated textures look but you go around and you have to enter the minds of people to clean out all the dust that is corrupting them and when i say clean out the dust i mean you would literally vacuum up dust the fuck are you playing right i don't fucking know cuz it has What's the first game about? So the first game about it starts off, and, and 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 let me explain. The dust is in the first game too, but you are, because the the only weapon you get is a broom. You fight with a broomstick instead of a sword. Weird. It sounds like Dust Force. But I remember that game. That game was rad. But, yeah, it was. But the first Anodyne plays like Link's Awakening, and it feels a little bit like Link's Awakening because it's. At times, it's just like this weird dream state of a game. Like at one point, you walk through to, from like one map to the next, and you're in a black and white town, and you're going around and you're stabbing people with a knife rather than uh, and like the music in that section is this weird staticky sound, and there's like shadow people there. And another, you go into like a full eight bit world. Like the the graphics decrease; it's already pixelated, but then the colors decrease to look like an old NES game. Um, and like the way people talk is so broken, and it's not it. 
it makes sense in pieces, but when you try to put them together, make a story in Anodyne, it doesn't make sense. And in this game, it just from the get go, it's so fucking weird. Like the, the the first Anodyne sort of like lures you in and then gets weirder as it goes along. Um, this game is weird from the outset. I don't know if I like that, but from the sounds of it, there's moments later on. I actually had to watch a video to kind of sell me on this game. Because um, after I finished Anodyne, I watched a video by Nitro Rat, who I like. He's a YouTuber from Canada. Um, he does great videos on platformers, but he did Anodyne and then did video on Anodyne too. And I wa- after I finished Anodyne, I watched his video on it. Um, but then I pl- started up Anodyne too, and went, I don't, I don't get the reason to play this on the same level. Like I don't feel like I'm playing a game. I feel like I'm just kind of doing this weird mini game so it can tell me the story. Like I don't feel like I'm progressing. Uh, I feel like I'm kind of in a walking sim that like forces me to play a stupid mini game for the next part to happen. Like it's it's very disjointed. Um. And so I watched a bit of his video, and it sounds like it gets more to where I want it to be later on. But I haven't gone back to it since last Monday, so tell you where I'm at. Tells you where I'm at with that game. Um, but uh, like within the last 24 hours, I've played the first three chapters of a game called Worse Than Death, um, made by uh, Benjamin Rivers. He's an indie dev from Toronto. Um, I liked his game Home, which I played so long ago, I don't really remember much of it. It's like a pixelated 2D horror game. Um, this one is also, has a, like the pixel art's way better in this than in Home. But he also has his comic art in it, because he's a very good artist. Um, it's this weird horror story that, uh, did you anybody play Lone Survivor? I saw that, yeah. Um, it's very similar to Lone Survivor, except that I don't think you can attack back. At least I don't have anything to attack back with. Um, it's more of like a point-and-click adventure that has moments where you are avoiding a monster that is invisible. I can kind of see it when it moves by, but it, it doesn't have like a full um, presence. And it's got this really neat mechanic where if I run while I'm in a panicked state, it alerts a monster, but running doesn't. Like it doesn't. It allows me to move faster. It doesn't hinder my ability to move fast um, to build up tension. Um, it's just when the monster's close to me, um, it'll it'll hear. It, like it's 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 pretty smart. Like the story is interesting. Yeah, um, it talks too. That's the weirdest part about that game is that there's no there's no. Um, like there's dialogue, but it's all you have to read it. Like there's no speaking roles, um, but uh, it talks. Like it actually makes noise, and it says stuff uh, like "Where are you?" in this like creepy voice as it shambles along. And there's some pretty. Um, th- there's a jump scare that got me in the third chapter, and I laughed after it got me because it was so good. It was just split second it wasn't anything terrifying. It was just this like flash of vision that the character in the game gets too. So like I'm startled with the character in the game. I'm not just startled as the player. Um, It's this story about a reunion and I'm meeting up with my best friend and his, uh, 
partner, I don't know what she was, like girlfriend, wife, died, and everybody in the town blames him, and something's going on, and I want to say it's about the best friend, but I'm not sure yet. It's really neat, though. I picked it up because it was on sale with, like, the launch. It's less than 10 bucks, so I was like, okay. Um, I've liked previous stuff from him, so I... I have to say though, it's it's fantastic. The writing so far is fantastic. Uh, I really like some of the puzzles that I've done. Uh, nothing too too major yet, but I've heard that like pen and paper kind of necessary. Um, it's a great time to play it too because it's the season. So I'm really enjoying that, and I'm actually enjoying Ice Age and Ukulele still. So yeah, I'm I've been having a good week for video games. And then Deadly mm-hmm. Premonition. Woo! Okay. Right, Drew? Yeah, I started that yesterday. I'm sorry. Yeah, my too. <laughs> As Johnny Cochran would say in South Park, I apologize. That does not make sense. That does not make sense. This is Chewbacca. Wait until the giant wiener dog comes down and chase your car because you're out too long at night. I've already, guys only dude, I've episode. seen this game. Like, I, I watched my roommate play through the majority of it. And I'm just like, I don't, like, I, that was enough for me. Like, watching him play that, I was like, I'd never want to play this game. And now you're playing this game. And now I'm having to play it. Are you just doing one episode, or are you doing the whole game? No, we're not going to do the whole game, but we are doing two episodes. <laughs> two episodes won't cover the game. We We would need a whole month. Well, that's what I'm saying. The game's like 40, 50 hours long, isn't it? Yeah, it's like 40 hours. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. Because we, you know, it was crazy. We didn't even realize it was that long. Uh, My roommate paused the game one time, and it said 23, like a clock. And we're like, is that what in-game time it is? He's like, no, that's how many hours I put into it. I'm like, 23 hours into this game? And it's still going? (laughs) Still going. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. Like they no, I'm I, like I, I don't care what anybody says. That game is stupid. Yeah. I need to save this for Phoenix now because I have some some major We're gonna argue the fuck on that Phoenix now. Then we are because I like bring it because man, th- that game is dumb. Okay. I, I get it. You really like Twin Peaks. But guess what? The first season of Twin Peaks actually made sense. Does it? Yeah. Does it really? Let's let's have that. Let's have a quick conversation about Twin Peaks. Um, I would argue that the only thing that separates, um, uh, God, damn. what's his name? The, the director. Swery. No. No. Uh, Twin Peaks. The David. Um. Right. I'm having that moment too. It's not David Lynch? Lynch. David Lynch. Thank you. Um. The only thing that separates him and Tommy Wiseau is that Tommy Wiseau doesn't know how to operate a camera. But I think, like, one of them just is like, I know how to operate a camera, and he fumbled his way into a weird story. There's no conclusion in Twin Peaks. No. Sorry. It, it's bullshit, and I'm sorry, but, like, it is, it is, like, the killer in the mirror was a fuck-up. And they just, he just went with it, which is fine. But I mean, that just tells you how much of the plot, like, is really well. The out first there. and I, the I, thing I, is, is the first is, season I, at I least made it. sense. And 
then the yeah, second but- season came out and see the thing was they gave David Lynch a fucking like a television show on a major network. And I guess the network executives didn't actually watch any of David Lynch's movies because he had this crazy idea and it got everybody involved. I, I mean, I, it, this was in the early nineties, but you know, they were, they were, people were going nuts over this, this television show season one, everybody was on board. And then season two came and he just went off the frigging rails and, and wanted to make a racer head again. And everybody who's normal in the world was like, what, what is this? And then they stopped watching. And then it took 20 years to get season three out on Netflix. I mean, it's, I've never seen it. It's, it's, I've seen very little of it. I just, I don't like it. If you read the uh, book or listen to the uh, audio tape of the disaster artist, it's just like, the reason why the room is such a disjointed mess is that like there was supposed to be even fucking weirder and not intentionally. So, but um, like motorcycles being driven off a roof and like conversations on the phone that end with the two people having a face to face conversation without really acknowledging that they were ever on the phone. And then one person standing up and leaving the room. But the conversation started on the phone, so clearly they weren't together. Passage of time doesn't take like somebody went through and edited it. Um, it, it's just I've never understood the appeal, other than like visual wise of of David Lynch. I just don't. So like I know that sounds weird because I'm going to defend Deadly Premonition, but that's just to me like it's I don't know. I get more out of Deadly Premonition. That's fine. Okay, I have I have no, I didn't like Deadly Premonition. Never seen Twin Peaks. I have no dog in this fight. Mm. Do you like things that don't end, Ken? Twin Peaks. <laughs> I mean, he, he I, doesn't. I, he, he hates Firefly for one thing. Well, Firefly sucked. I, oh, I, man. It didn't have anything to do with the fact that it didn't end. It just that's sucked. right. Let's let's. <laughs> Oh, uh, you want to piss off the internet nerds? That's yeah. all you got to say, right? Oh there. no, we've got we've got a couple people we've probably pissed off at this point. David, I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit. I, I'm sorry. I thought it was boring. I thought the movie was interesting, but the TV show, I think Serenity. One one season, and it was, it was bad. And that's why it only had one season. That's how that works? Didn't Sons of Tucson have more than one season? It also wasn't on Fox. <laughs> Yes, it was true. Was it on Fox? Yes, it was. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, bitch. I don't give a shit. Okay. Oh, um. All right. Anything else, Anthony? No, that's it. All right, Drew. You want to talk about? I'm sorry. When you get to me, I can't talk about a fucking thing. I mean, there's one game I can't talk about. Yeah. I can say that I have and have been playing After Party. Yeah. But that's it. It's the game that uh, was brought to us by the same people that made Oxen free. But not Ollie Ollie. Mm-mm, not Ollie Ollie. Free. Yep, just Oxen free. But uh, yeah, uh, let's see here. So I haven't been on the show since I got a Switch. <gasps> so I now own a Switch, thanks to my wonderful wife. Who Part bought it for my board. birthday? And 
I have two games on it. I have uh, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. That's a quality video game. It is a quality video game. And it's a great video game. Yep. Uh, and I also have a game I'm reviewing, which is The Witcher. The Switcher. The Switcher. Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition on the Switch. Just recently released last week. Um, well, they did it. They, 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 they put the Witcher on the Switch. And, um, I know a lot of people said, ah, you can't do that. Well, they did. I mean, you can put anything on anything. That's true. But, I mean, you know, what kind of a disaster would it be? The thing is, is that it's not a disaster. What, what type of disaster would it be? Arc. Mm, yeah. That was the expected result for me, anyways. Well, let's be fair. Arc sucks on a good machine. Yeah, like, you're right. Like quality wise, equivalent drop. Let me put it that way. Then, with some N sixty four ass shit oh on there. Oh my god, it is. Like, I, I really do suggest. I, I know we've said it before, but please go look at video on Ark Survival Evolved on Switch. It's so bad. It's so I think. Bad. Yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. It it makes it makes Turok look like a fucking masterpiece. Hey, I love Turok the Dinosaur. I love Turok, but let's be honest. If we're going to talk about good-looking games on the N64, the first Turok definitely ain't that. No, no. Although I still think I like the aesthetic of the first game more than I liked where no, it went. I, I, I like the second one, but I also like Shadow Man, and the, those two games really feel very similar. Glorious days of acclaim. I, God, I miss them. Hmm. Switcher. Yeah. Right. Switcher. Um, it's The Witcher 3. I mean, it's got everything. It has both DLCs. It has all the updates and stuff like that that it got. Um, it plays fine. Visually, there is a major downgrade. But, and I'll, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed at how well it actually looks while in handheld mode. In fact, I almost prefer it in handheld mode. Because when you blow it up on a 4K TV, I mean, yes, it's going to look a little muddy. Um, That's pretty common with a lot of games. Yeah, uh, but it's, I mean, even though it it struggles to look, you know, really good, I haven't had a single issue with, like, frame rate. I've probably dropped six hours in that game. Got into a bunch of fights and stuff like that. No problems. So, I mean, it's, and let's be honest, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt is probably one of the best games to come out in 10 years. It's a really good fucking video game. Yeah. So, if, um, the the only thing I can say is, is that, and anybody who's listening to this show more than likely owns a PlayStation 4, Xbox One, or a PC. But if you only own a Switch, you should get this game on the Switch. It's a great game, but if you have a Switch and you have an Xbox One, get it on Xbox One because it's $19.99. Yeah, with everything. With yeah. everything, and you're gonna—it's gonna look a lot better. 
Yeah, even uh, on the base, even on the base consoles, it's gonna look a lot better than the Switch. Yeah, it, it, how how much are they charging for the Switch version? Is it full price? It's sixty dollars. Sixty dollars. See, that's that's a hard pill uh, to swallow. At least they aren't nickel. Like I hate uh, this. Is how sad it is for the Switch. At least they're not nickel and diming you for the DLC too. Yeah, that's true. They could have just been like, well, we're gonna put the game out on the cartridge, and then the DLC is extra i mean they could have got away with it i mean they're getting away with charging a 60 dollars for the switch version of the witcher i mean yeah i mean i just wrote a review about yeah <laughs> nino kuni for 60 dollars yeah. i mean it's not 60 i think it's is it 50 but like no, even, even at that for... point even at that point like it's literally that game running on an like the emulated version of the <clears throat> PS3 game on a computer shows <clears throat> that like it's not a lot of work done. And the that PS3 just... version is on sale like every other week for like four dollars. Yeah. yeah, really oh, cheap. And, and Ice Age, I forgot to mention that's that's a forty dollar game. Yeah, it. I could maybe be like at thirty, but like forty, like no. Forty no. is that hard pill to swallow that you you better be of some sort of quality. And I mean, this game. And I I'm not saying that it's a bad game. I'm just saying that there's some level of quality you expect at a forty dollars game. Yeah, because like there, whatever came out last month is probably forty dollars now that you didn't. Oh, pick absolutely. Up and buy that game over Ice Age. What did I see? Borderlands is already down to like forty three ninety nine in a couple uh, of places. It definitely hasn't dropped in Canada, but yeah, that's because you Canadians don't know how to make a sale. Yeah, apparently. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I will, uh, I do, I do think the switch, uh, the switcher. God damn it! What's it called? Straight up called the, the it C- that. That's what but CG Project Res calling it. This, but the switcher, like, uh, is like if we're gonna talk about bang for your buck. Oh, there's that's a, a lot of game for sixty bucks. Yeah, there's no, a no, lot there, of game in there. there is absolutely no reason you shouldn't drop sixty dollars on this. I'm just saying that if you own a different console, don't buy it. You don't buy it on the Switch. You get a nicer version. Yeah, and I know, and I know everybody will argue the portable aspect, but I think, yeah. I think a cool site that would come up that, that that somebody should do is like the length of a game. How many charges of your Switch is it going to take to play this game? Yeah, I think, no kidding. I think I think more interesting enough is uh, getting out into the real world and put leaving the Switch at fucking home. You don't have but, to play video games everywhere you go. You fucking Anthony, asshole. If they leave their Switch at home, then they'll just play on their phone. God damn it. I have, to play, while I'm poop- I have to play while I'm pooping. No, you don't. Pause. I still prefer to read while I'm pooping. Like a physical book. Yeah. Book or magazine or something. No. I just, it, it's just, it's irritating to me. Like, that. well, it's, it's, but it's portable. You, you don't. This is as someone that likes video games and wish he has more time. At the same time, I don't need to play video games all the time. Get a second hobby. <laughs> I've been through four dungeons in Zelda, and I've completed three of those dungeons while on the toilet. Well, well those dungeons are a perfect length of a poop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry, but if you're pooping that long... I do need fiber in my diet. I was gonna say you need some fiber in your diet because I, I don't I don't poop that long. Sorry. Uh, obviously, you've never you've never had the. I think I'm done here. Oh wait, 
No, I'm well, not. no, I've had that, but that's still only maybe half the dungeon. Oh, God, man. It... <laughs> the way I, mean, I treat I... my body, clearly. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem. You know? I'm pretty no. regular. It's like a plane touching down, you know, where that little bounce and then it's stud. Okay, we've had, we, I think we've had like, <laughs> some conversation about poop. I'm just going to say that. Drew, what else? You, are you playing anything else besides the Switcher? Uh, yeah, uh, I am also playing uh, Le Grand Legacy. Oh yeah, that thing's still happening. I... Yeah, <laughs> nobody noticed that that came out. Yeah, that game's out. I mean, it, it was it's been out on what PC and Switch for like half a year. Has it really been out? To, I thought it just came out on everything. No, no, it's been on PC for a while. Okay. Yeah, I don't, pretty I don't... sure it was out on PC and Switch like back in January or February. Sure, um, I'll be- I believe. I don't know when video games come out anymore. I don't either. It, I feel like I'll, I'll see a game and I'm like, man, that's been out for a while. It's like, what's well, out next week? And then I'll see a game. I'll be like, oh man, I can't wait for that. Came out that came out last year. I don't. I can't do it. So yeah, the Grand Legacy is that's going to be a hard game to review because I feel like the only thing I can review is how good the story is. Because it's a turn-based role-playing game that has like you know. Uh, that has the the elements of like Super Mario RPG or Legend of Dragoon, where you can hit an extra button to make the attack stronger. Mm. Um, but that's about it. I mean, it's it's mainly just a story driven RPG. Um, I mean, obviously, I can talk about the leveling system. Like when you level up, you can put you actually get attribute points that you can put into like you know strength, dex, agility, stuff like that. There's no sphere grid. No, there's no sphere grid. Why you want you want a sphere grid? I do. Bring it back. Um, bring back Blitzball too. While we're at it, I don't care. Th- that's that's a old. That's a newer RPG I than what this that. is going for. I know. I know. So um, maybe we'll maybe we'll get the PS2 remakes soon. Yeah. Do some of that PS2. RPG, it's retro it's, now. But so far, it's okay. It's um, it's like those old school RPGs. It's you get party members, you lose party members, and you you know you go into a new area and everything's like a static camera with pre rendered backgrounds, and you sometimes you're like, I didn't even know something was there because, well, that's how those games were back then. A disc-based console with CGI visuals from Sony is now considered old. I am fucking old. Yeah. I was thinking about that last night. I was thinking about the old, uh, you back in my day. Back in my day, we had to buy memory cards. Otherwise, we couldn't save the game. Back in my day, everything wasn't wireless. Gotta leave that console on overnight if you didn't have a memory card. Well, yeah. back in the NES days, the games weren't long enough except for them, them RPGs. You could be Mega Man in a sitting. Don't at me. You totally could. Yeah. I mean, the whole idea is that you're supposed to learn it well enough that the next time you go through, yeah. You breeze through it. It was the Dark Souls of Mega Man. I fucking... <laughs> it was the Mega Man of Dark Souls. It was the original roguelike. No, no, that's not. That's. <laughs> I knew that would fluff. I knew that would fluff your feathers. 
Fucking what a stupid thing to say, Ken. The original rogue like you, you mean rogue. Thing. God damn it. I'm having fun. Good time. Yeah. <clears throat> you don't know how many games I've passed on like in the last three weeks that I look at and I'm like, oh that game looks interesting. The first sentence is a roguelike. I'm like, click off. You know, I'm at the point where I just don't want to play those anymore. I don't, I don't either. I don't have time for it. No, I don't. Would you like to play 400 rounds of this game that will eventually change, but for the first full bit, you'll be suffering because you haven't got enough things to... No, I don't. No, I'm good. I'm done. I, I get it. It's easier to make a tile set and then build like randomly generated levels out of them <clears> uh, <throat> to extend the amount of content. I don't need the extended amount of content. Just yep. fucking handcraft the thing and hand me the thing and let's be over with that. Yep. There's only three of those games that I enjoy. And that's... Let me guess one of them. Rogue Legacy? Yep, Everybody loves Rogue Legacy. Right. Finding of Isaac? Nope. Hate it. I really? I hate that game. I hate I that, like game. that game a lot. Dead Cells. Right, I know one of them is Dead Cells. Yep, Dead Cells. And then the last one you guys might not, might not get. I don't. Bomberman Act Zero. That that's is, a that's a bad video game. <laughs> yeah, still waiting on it to go backwards compatible. No, you're not. No, um, no, it's a Downwell. Oh yeah, Downwell yeah, is a fantastic I mean, game. Yeah, Downwell's so weird because it's such a straight arcade sort of thing yeah. that it doesn't. You know what I mean? I don't ever feel like I'm exploring a dungeon. I feel like I'm just playing an arcade game. Yeah. But I mean, you're right. It is it is in that same genre? But yeah, those are the only roguelikes I like. The only roguelikes that like you. Mm-hmm. I haven't That's tried Enter the Gungeon. That's not true. What's Better that? The, you like Moonlighter? Moonlighter. It's a roguelike. I don't think so. Yes, it's it a is. light. It's a light. And mm. and um, Enter the Gungeon. I, I don't didn't like, like that. Like, I, I like uh, that game, but it's there's something it ha- about it that I don't like. That game has a you you got fuck you got to go through a lot of that game like the same like the first bit. I found a lot of times before you really get the hang of how that game works, and by that point, most people have checked out. And then there's some neat stuff in that game, but like I found the second level, the difficulty increases so much. That like I'm just like okay, I, I like this game. I think, it, I, 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 but I wanted to be co-op, and the co-op's got some weird caveat to it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. It's like the Souls games co-op. It's like you got to put it behind some stupid shit. And I've just never thought that was interesting. It's like if you're gonna let me play with my buddy, just let me play with my buddy. I I do, however, like the bosses in that. The the names of them, the Beholster. <clears throat> I want to say one of them is just straight up Vulcan Raven. <laughs> I mean, every game should have a Vulcan Raven. But this is a Raven that uses. <laughs> I mean, chain guns. I'm, okay, I'm on board. Yeah. Shaman. Batman on roller skates too. Oh, no. Man. No, it's got to have gun puns. I'm down. Drew, anything else? Um, can't think of anything else. Overwatch. Yeah, I played. I got uh, my boxes for the week since it's Halloween. 
Halloween week. Yeah. There's some there's some um substantial updates in that patch. Yeah, they've changed some stuff. They changed um they made a they made it harder to play Orissa. Yeah, so Orissa got nerfed again, which sucks because mm-hmm. that was my most recent golden gun. Um, um they I'm still buffed, rolling her. They buffed Hog. Hog is buffed. Uh, Sombra's translocator is buffed. Uh, Symmetra was nerfed. Thank fucking Christ. Yeah, but she still wrecks people, she man. She still wrecks people, but at least they've nerfed her a little bit. Yeah. Um, There was a couple other... Uh, Brigitte, have you played Brigitte since the patch? No. What's, what did they change there? So her um, health things are now right underneath the, the reticle. So you oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, like that's super nice. Yeah. I like that. Um, a couple other characters that were changed. Uh, Tracer's fall off damage is way far now. Yeah, it's like three extra meters. Yeah, and you can snipe people now. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of nice because she, she was always an in and out and she had been falling out of the meta. So. Oh, yeah, nobody played Tracer. Nope. And then last night in a cop match, I saw somebody play a Tracer. I was like, how about that? Yep. But yeah, uh, played Overwatch for a little while. Got uh, got my loot boxes. Um, they've they've changed it, so not every loot box you get is going to be an event box now. No, it will. You just won't get them from comp matches. Why would you do that? I I don't know. I think it's still because it's so new with the roll queue that they're just giving the old loot boxes. Yeah, but I got my boxes for my endorsements, and those were Halloween boxes. Yeah. It's it's weird. They're selective on which ones give you the event boxes. Yeah, but which anyway. I like all the skins, and I like that they're doing a new skin every week for the the challenge thing. Yeah, they should do that probably for every event that they do now. Yeah, because the last one is the fucking demon hunter skin, and I gotta get that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's I got cool my, I got the junk rat one. And I'll get the Lucio next week, and then no, next week is Baptiste. Is it? Lucio's in the boxes. I already got it. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I thought, I thought it was Lucio was in the event one. No, Lucio's got snakes as his hair. Yeah, he's a, he's a gorgon. Yeah. I, I like the skins this year. They're good. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. I got uh, the, it's nothing for Sigma. No, nah, it's usually not the first event that they get a skin. Yeah. So. And I've been playing a lot of Sigma lately. He's a good tank. He, he's, he's got a real good. high... He's got a real high difficulty ceiling, though. Like, he's a lot to manage. Yeah. But once but you I, get I, it, he's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they... I mean, oh, man. I ran oh, he got him. nerfed. Yeah, he did. He did. You, you got to wait a second before you can put your shield back out once you pull it in. Yeah, he's got to cool down the shield, and also it doesn't recharge as fast as it used to. And also, you can't eat hooks, and what's the other thing you can't eat? Uh, Brigitte's... Um, yeah, whip the whip shot. Whip. Yeah, so you can't eat those anymore with your your other shields. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, I've been playing a little bit of that. Uh, I th- I think that's about it, except for Deadly Premonition. All right. Um, I can't talk about what I'm playing. Um, it's actually two things. I'm I'm playing the new Medieval remaster. Okay. Sure. Oh, shit, I forgot that was coming out. I think I, everybody forgot it was coming out. I thought it was already out, if we're being honest. There was honest. a demo that came out a while back, and then went... Yeah. So I'm I'm playing that, and, and yes, also, I am playing Death Stranding, and I can't say a fucking word about it. Um, It will not be the next podcast. It will be the podcast 
after that. The that you one, can talk about Norman Reedus. Yeah, on the 4th of November, that show, I will be talking about it in my review. They gave us a long time to finish it, and I'm going to try to finish it before the embargo, but the embargo is next Friday, not this Friday. So November 1st. Well, there you so, go. I will be working to get that review up and out the door on November 1st. That is literally all I've played all week. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. I'm sure you can't. Um, because I, I I trust your thoughts more than I do trust other people's. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, will, I will have a lot to say because I'm literally just soul-focusing this game. Um, I played it every day this week, so I want to finish it. And I want to be ready for when we can all talk about it on November 1st, which, I mean, as you note, that's a week before the game comes out, so. November 1st is a Saturday. No, it's Friday. Yeah, Friday. And then okay. the game comes out November 8th. Gotcha. Um, if you look at the history of Sony first-party games, embargoes a week out, they're usually pretty confident in. And the games they're not really confident in, like Concrete Genie, those those reviews go live on day of. Which is funny because I know Anthony really liked Concrete Genie. I, I thought it did pretty well in the reviews. Yeah, a lot of people did. But think about this: not only did they not do the embargo until day of, they also announced that PS5 stuff on its release day. To be fair, I don't think that was their decision. I mean, I've it heard, might not. It no, might I've not heard, have been. But they, it was you're still... talking the Wired article, right? Yeah, the Wired article that came yeah, out. I, I know that Wired had information and so yeah. went ahead and said okay, but they could have waited a day. Uh, you never know what what Wired said. Like we run it this day, and go oh, fuck. Well, I'll do it. Fine, Tuesday. You know when they. You know, like it might have been the last case scenario to not have information that you don't want out to leak. Yeah, that's true. So. I, I don't blame Sony with that one because, from my understanding, just in case nobody knows, um, or any, like you, you know, know what I do, you know what I do blame them for with that game. They didn't talk about it at all. They showed that off. Yeah, they they showed that off. Uh, sorry, finished my last thought. Wired apparently had information, and from the sounds of it, we're going to leak it. But then Sony agreed to interview to release some information with Wired. That's the reason why that article came out instead of them leaking information, like kind of like a threat to Sony. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, they did show that off at E3 and then it sort of disappeared. And it's weird because I, I, I gave that game a positive review. And I... I prepared myself and I, I maybe I, I feel kind of regret it in hindsight, but like in my, my review, I talk about that. It's clearly meant for kids and I still stand by that. But my, my fear was, is that people need to understand that when I was giving that the score, I was giving it, I was looking at it through that lens, which is a very different thing that I do because most games we get in for review are not kids games. Or, or are so family-friendly and kind of, like, for a general audience. Like, even the Ice Age game is for a more general audience rather than just kids. 
You know, that, actually, I've had conversations with PR people about that. They don't like to send kids' games out to critics because most of them don't look at it from that perspective. Right. So I, when I reviewed Concrete Genie, I was looking through it at that, like, not not to say that I wouldn't have given it that score had I not done that, but I also wanted people to understand that, like, look, Concrete Genie is a good game, but I need you to look at it through the fact that this is not going to be the same experience um, as another Sony first-party title or really kind of any sort of game like it on the market right now. Because, like, if you go and compare it to Mario... Mario has those those more difficult segments for more mature or familiar players while you know younger or newer players of Mario have the easier start like I'm obviously comparing to Odyssey being the newest 3D Mario but there's there is that that sort of generalized like we have the harder sections for you um like even ukulele is not punishing um so so somebody could sort of brute force their way through it. Um, but there are those more difficult moves to pull off, like being like rolling through and then jumping out of the roll at the right time. This game is not that. So I reviewed it, gave it an 8.5, expecting to be one of the higher critics. Because I assumed people would not look would say that this game is very immature. And because it again it comes off like a kid's game. And I was shocked and happy to see that a lot of critics like that game. And it's a shame that I don't think even with the, the critics praising it, it's going to do all that well because it's clear that the team making it are extremely competent designers. Um, but yeah, Sony. But I, I, the the team also said that Sean Layden was a big support. Like, uh, his only his only tweet when he got fired. I don't I haven't checked recently, but his only tweet after getting let go was a heart emoji to the team of Concrete Genie, who thanked him personally for being one of the biggest supporters of their game. And I don't know if that had something to do with it. Because if he was the main driver of pushing that game and then he's gone, I don't know what that would have done because it was shortly before. Um, Concrete Genie is this weird standout in Sony's catalog right now. Um, But yeah, I, I kind of wish Sony had done more to push it, especially with the fact that like, they sell VR on all this family stuff, and the VR mode in Concrete Genie is very clearly pushed towards kids. Not saying that they should spend a lot of time in it, but it's a very short experience, so they aren't spending a lot of time in VR. It's a very creative experience rather than something scary or like heavy on puzzles. Um, it, it, I think it's a great game. I think it's something we don't see a lot of anymore, but... I just, yeah, I, the whole experience of reviewing that game was very different from every other review I've done. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to go on. It's just such a weird thing that I, I, I never really went in because it's, it's I want to talk about it. It's a I weird couldn't. time right now. And I think we'll talk more about this as, as we go on. 
uh, especially as we look back at this year, um, that a lot of the games that we were supposed to see this year, we're not going to see till next year because I think a lot of people expected the new machines to be out this year. And now we're waiting another year. So a lot of the stuff that we thought we were going to see, we're probably going to see next year. And we're probably not going to see a lot of games past that big March uh, explosion that we're getting. Uh, And I think a lot of those games are going to be delayed. I think Cyberpunk's going to be delayed. I think, um, what's the other big one I think is going to get delayed? I I can't remember which one I was thinking of. Last of Us? No, I think Last of Us is, is done. Um, but I, I, I think Cyberpunk, I don't, uh, I don't believe Cyberpunk will be out, you know, early next year. I think that'll slip into the new consoles. That would be my, I would, you know, that'd be my Vegas bet right there, that that's the one that slips to the new consoles. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a weird time. If you look at like the fall big AAA releases, there's not a ton. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not crazy then. Cause... No, there's. I mean, you've got Star Wars, which uh, from the new previews looks pretty good. You've got Call of Duty, which is pretty standard. You know what game everybody forgot about? There's a Need for Speed game coming out. No one forgot really? about it. No one cared in the fucking first. But that's place. what I'm saying. Is like, how often do you like? You know what? Oh, not often. But how often is the last game a complete fucking piece of shit? Um, Doom got delayed, so that's not out. Yeah, year. yeah, Doom. I'm. T- but, but hold on, don't, don't. Don't Dude, I don't want to talk comment. about Need for Speed. Need for Speed is such a... Payback Drew was Drew payback loves was those bad. games. A lot of people still love those games. They're payback not for was me. bad. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mind. I mean, well, I did mind what some of the things that Payback did. Yeah. But you still enjoyed the game. Well, yeah, the, I, the racing was fine. Was fine. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the problem with those games. The racing's always fine, and then they just kept shoveling more shit. They around shovel more the shit into, they shovel more shit into every game. Well, it's fucking EA. That's that's video it's game developers. Game. It's it's all video game developers. They all shove shit in money. I don't. <laughs> it's Forza, a fucking capitalist Forza, system. I mean, it, it Forza, is what it is. Forza Horizon Four better get those fucking dances. <laughs> and that's yeah. the, see, you know, that's my biggest problem with anger culture right now is that they focus on that shit and they don't focus on the fact that everything else in that game is fine. And I love the shit out of Forza I saw some. Pr- I saw some pretty bad bugs from one of our listeners, no less. Uh, sure, and I could show you a million bugs in your favorite video game. My problem, my problem with Need for Speed Payback was the fact that it was it was hindering progress because you yeah. had to redo stuff. Yeah, that that's never fun, and and I totally get criticisms. I have no problem with criticisms. But I feel like a lot of the culture nowadays is just, I don't want to play it because of this. <laughs> I mean, that's literally what I hear when these videos come on. Like, this fucking sucks. Can I just, this is a weird recommend for n- nobody because nobody does it, I'm assuming, that's listening to us. But um, if you do one of those stupid fucking shocked faces and then have some fucking big text and then, like, a picture of the game you're talking about to the, like, left or right of your head. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not watching your video. In fact, I'm asking YouTube to never recommend me your channel. Oh, they're all leaving YouTube anyway. It don't matter. Good. No, it's, it's really not. It's, it's, it. it's really not, because here's the thing. 
when everybody picks up and goes to another platform, they just intoxicate that platform. Yeah, I won't go to that platform. It's fine. Then you don't go to any platform because they're all toxicity. Just, everybody yeah, thinks the grass is always greener. It never is. No, there's there's going to be douchebags on every single system. I'm going on Twitch. Bye. See ya. The grass is not the, the grass is greener till you get there, and then you fucking kill the grass. Yep. So, and then whatever. you just put down astroturf, and you're like, well, this is it now. Yeah, we'll just my astroturf's better than your astroturf. Exactly. We'll just ignore all of the problems because it's astroturf. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about all of the video games coming out this week. There is quite a few. A couple big ones, a couple not so big. Uh, Minotaur Arcade Volume 1. That's the hotness. That's the not so big. I don't even uh, know what that has. Most of these games, you're going to hear me say, Anthony, you're not going to know what they are. Bonfire. That's another game coming out this week. Deep Space Adventures. Destiny Connect TikTok Travelers. East Shade. Drew's big release for the week, Farming Simulator 19 Platinum Edition. No scope corn shot. That's right. Horror Stories. Coming out. PBA Pro Bowling. Raging Loop. Street <laughs> Outlaws. The List. Boy, that sounds like a, hey, we may, we want to make Need for Speed. Um, The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 3. I've got Trails there? of Cold Steel. Our review of that is up already. Another game you might have heard of that's coming out this week, WWE 2K20. Lonely Mountains Downhill. Lorne Sword Winter Chronicle. <laughs> Yoga Master! It's all in capitals. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Cat Quest 2. Dark Devotion. Yark? Dark. Oh, Dark. I thought you said Yark. I don't even know how he got Yark. Can I Yark. Heard Dark, too? Yark, Yenavotion. Uh, let's, let's sing country. No, no. Yeah. No, no, let's not. All right. This might be the most shameful name for a game I've seen all, all year. It's called Robox. Wow. R O B O X? That's it. Wow. <laughs> uh, uh, we've got the Ninja the Ninja Saviors, Return of the Warriors. Um, some big ones now. Medieval remastered. Okay. This week, huh? Uh, there's another. There's two more. The Outer Worlds is out this week. That's oh, right. That's yeah. And finally, on this platform anyway, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yes, it is. Friday. On this platform, at least. What do you mean? I have. I'm looking. I when I go through I the releases. Xbox, no, is... when I go through releases, I start on PlayStation Four because it's the most common. Yeah. And then so I'm PlayStation at... Four getting it early? No, 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 no. That's. But it wouldn't that, be coming to everything. Either. But no, there's okay. stuff coming to other machines that are not coming to the PS4. That's why I start with. PS4. Gotcha. Um, which looking at this, there's nothing coming to Xbox. It's not coming to PS4 this week. We'll you know why that is, don't you? That's because PS4 is the best. It's because Glorious Nippon. Oh, uh, here we go. All right. Uh, Switch, though. I'll tell you about the Switch. Tell me about those booby games that are terrible. Yeah, I got, got... give me some game suggestions, guys. I got a, I got some. I got a new we, Switch. Got... Simulator 5000. Would y'all shut the fuck up so I can finish these lists? 
Got to rotate each analog stick. <laughs> We've got Tower Climb, Monaco. Oh, shit. Tower Climb's great. Monaco Complete Edition, Day and Night. Mary Skelter 2. Uh, Skullgirls, Second Encore. Tangle Tower. That sounds like porn. Uh, the Park, Ant Hill, Creepy Brawlers. I like that. That's clever. Uh, Dark Veer, Ghostblade HD, Haunted Halloween 86. That's a bad game. Don't play that game. Lethus Path of Progress, Maru X Logic Puzzle 1000, Skybolt Zack, Vortex Attack EX, Winter Sports Games, Into the Dead 2, Killer Queen Black, Pixel Gladiator, Pizza Bar Tycoon, Soul Searching, and Ultra Off-Road 2019 Alaska. Is this the first week without a big Nintendo release? Because next week is Luigi, right? I think so, yeah. I think it comes out on Halloween. Um, Next week is Luigi. Tower Climb is a rogue light. I'm out! Yeah, um, but the whole... What's interesting about that one is that you are... Like, you cling to walls and you climb up them and you have to platform and that's it like that's the only thing there's few items you can grab but i love that game it's really Uh, kind of pretty i know it's not your thing no 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 no. we gotta do pc games there's so many good ones there's so many good ones Uh, i mean it starts strong and it just keeps going you ready i don't like that it's g-spot master Jesus All right. <laughs> wow. I told you it started strong, baby. All right, we're gonna keep going. We've got Jesus ba- we've got Beardy the Digger. That, if that don't sound suggestive, I don't know what does. Man, we got girls on the beach. Okay, get good or get wrecked, <laughs> and it's spelled the way you think it would be spelled on the internet. R e k t. Yes, and g i t g u d. Get okay. good or get wrecked. Uh, we've got Hentai Energy Halloween. Hentai Energy Halloween. Yeah, we've got hentai horror, the eight pictures. Oh, okay. We've got oh, <laughs> you're not you are not ready for this one. Sticky dildo man. Say that one more time. Sticky dildo man. I I still can't hear that first word. <laughs> Sticky. Dildo okay. Man. Just once more. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, magical milfs. Oh I mean, they're not even trying anymore. They're not, they're not even trying anymore. So I can oh. accurately say that Sticky Dildo Man is... Did you look that me. up? Of course I did. How oh. can... Can you cannot say Sticky Dildo Man without me going... We've said it seven f- times on the show now. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's 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 not even... It, it is named that so you would read the name out on the show type of thing. I bet there's like indie developers listening to the show. They're like, I'm going to make my game most up name just so they read it on the show. I also looked up Beardy the Digger because I was just like, what the absolute shit is that? It kind of reminds me of like old uh, Commodore Amiga DOS platformer. That's what it kind of looks like. I told you it was a good one. I told you it was a good week. Like I literally clicked the PC section and G Spot Master was. Number one. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus I'm like, this is going to be good. <laughs> that is wow. That is a name. 
Cool. Yeah, I'm not searching that one. All right, let's do some new. read a Steam history search. Let's do some news. Um, we're going to start with literally what happened the minute we stopped recording last week. Everything Fortnite. caught fire? Fortnite died. Fortnite died, yeah. Was it, was it after? It was after the show, because remember I, I messaged you and said, what happened to Fortnite? I thought that was the Saturday. And... No, it was on Sunday that it, that fucker died, and it went into a black hole, and it popped out the other side as uh, Fortnite Chapter 2. Yeah. yeah. I had to cancel my stream for that. Yeah, lots of new stuff in that. And uh, I don't play Fortnite, but man, I was hearing stories of people watching black screens for hours. Like, that's some powerful draw, man. Apparently, if you put in the Konami code, there was like a mini game you could play. Say what you want about Fortnite, but the people that work on that game know what they're doing. They also, they also, like, look at PUBG. What events have they done? Now look at Fortnite. Like in the map is constantly changing. They're always doing something to stay relevant. So even what are you like talking about PUBG had like twenty dollar DC skins. You don't remember that? No. You know because like I don't you also had to buy that. it. The, the <laughs> That's what I said. Stuff... You had twenty dollar DC. No, I meant no. you had to buy the game. Oh well, yeah. The the most memorable thing about. PUBG to me is that the uh, creator of Strafe makes fun of them on the right re- or made fun of them on the regular because I most mean, of their assets are bought straight from the um, oh god what is the um, Unreal Engine store I mean like, I get it that yeah. PUBG is an easy target and people like to make fun of it but who gives a fuck it's the same thing with the whole you know Apple versus PC, Xbox versus PlayStation bullshit. Like, just because you're not the number one thing doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. Who gives a shit? And PUBG's got plenty of players. I wouldn't worry about PUBG. Yeah. I I, I have never in my life played PUBG or Fortnite. I don't ever see myself playing them. But they're doing something right. Yeah, they're still out there. People are still playing them. There's been a thousand copies of both, and neither of them have taken off. Fortnite seems to me like it has developers that halfway care. Sure. They're they're trying to do the season thing. They just did this chapter two thing. It's, it's, it's almost like they're taking a look at like blizzard and how they handle overwatch. And are like, you know, let's try that. I've got news about overwatch Drew. So yeah, I know. I heard these rumors too. Yeah. There's a, there's quite a few rumors leaking out of BlizzCon. Do you um, do you watch that YouTube channel that I do? No, I don't. Um, your Overwatch? Oh, I do watch your Overwatch. Yeah, yeah, because um, that's that's like where I get most of my news. Yeah, that, that's a good channel. I like that yeah. channel. Um, but let's start with the non Overwatch stuff. So, rumor for BlizzCon, we've got Diablo two remastered, and the announcement officially of Diablo four, which we all I'm know is coming. You know. Well, here's the thing. And this is why I need to tell everybody who likes Diablo, who maybe not been around for Diablo 2 and 3 and all that stuff. When it first announced, they'll announce Diablo 4. We'll see it four years later. Yeah. Because Diablo 3 was announced 2008. 
and we got it in 2010, 2011. Something like that. I mean, yeah. Blizzard takes their time. Yeah. So um, I'm not going to get into the whole Blizzard debacle right now, but um, just an interesting tidbit. Like, did you see that Congress sent Blizzard a letter? Yes, I no. did. It's That's brutal. a little crazy. Yeah. Wait, Congress sent Blizzard a letter about, about the whole cowtowing about... to uh, China. Yeah. Yeah. When, Signed when... by five different uh, senators. Huh. Yeah. On on that note, I have issue with that because they are a big company. They can do whatever they want. At the same time, Blizzard needs to stop being dicks. Yes. So I, I kind of don't like either one of them right now. Well. I'm very laissez-faire when it comes to the government. Yeah, I mean, sure, I'm not a fan sure. either. And then clearly this one's not mine, so. Yeah, it's uh, take, my, take my opinion with a grain of salt, but it's it's uh, it's really it, not necessarily what happened. Is it's more as like, wow, what what sparked that? You never see that. So yeah, it was just an interesting because thing. this is the first time where a, an American company has silenced someone. And and done so in such a transparent way that it was based around a foreign and like had it been anybody else, there would be issues being had. But because like oh, China, like you know, like had what if they'd done that about an American saying that about like they wouldn't have they wouldn't have said that about like American saying that about a group of Americans being treated poorly. That wouldn't have happened because they don't care. But you know. The government in China is very different and very strict on what's said about them. And, you know, Blizzard gets money from China. And, like, yeah, an American company that's, like, silencing people based on the authority of another country doesn't look very good. So I would be concerned as part of the government, too, of how much control this company's having in the affairs of American business. But at the same time, I kind of blame them for not getting involved sooner when this the whole thing started with the movie industry. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know much about government stuff, and I don't. I don't pay much attention to it. And in fact, you know, I'm not. I'm not boycotting Blizzard. I don't think you're wrong if you do. That's that's perfectly your call that you want to do. Um, but yeah, it's it's it just sticks out when this thing happens. It's like, wow, that actually happened. Yeah, it's crazy because, you know, like, like I, I heard, uh, I think it was on Joe Rogan or something like that. They were talking about like, like movie industries will pander to the Chinese audience. Yeah, they like, changed movies. They changed I, movies. Like, I remember I, what they, said, they were talking about Iron Man 3 had an extra eight minutes added in so it would appeal more to the Chinese well, audience. In the uh, Star Wars Rogue One, I'm pretty sure that and The Last Jedi, I want to say they both have extended sequences that we just don't have in our version just yeah. to appease the Chinese audience. Um, the new movie abominable has been banned in certain countries based around the fact that it's basically Chinese propaganda. And I think it's a DreamWorks film. Like <laughs> it's, it's getting to the point like that. I, I said it last week, which you weren't on, but um, it there's, there's a line where you, you representation 
like I'm totally for having Chinese characters and stuff. That doesn't bother me at all. But when it's done in a way to pander to an authoritative government, that's kind of shitty because it all because they have to approve everything. So what you're really doing is you're not just letting you know a mo- like them look at a movie. You're letting them make changes to your movie. You're letting them control the path that movie takes. That's fucked up to me. Um, it, it just it's been happening for years and I'm actually really glad because Tarantino just came out and said he is not recutting uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They did and now that it's for... not coming out in China? Yeah, I, I want to say it was Django that they changed for China. Like he had to make edits to it. Um, you know, they don't allow ghosts. Uh, the, the, the um, God, what's, what's the name of the, uh, character from uh, uh doctor strange the um the ancient one i think right I, like I, that is originally like a tibetan monk and it couldn't be a tibetan monk because they want to show the movie in china so they they're like it, you know it's it's weird shit like that and it's it was small things at first but then like and I, now blizzard has said that china didn't ask them to ban the player and stuff but like it's clear why they did that like and then you know the the uh, nba having the same sort of it, like it's just it's it's so bad right now and i think probably the blizzard wouldn't have gotten that letter had the nba the like the week before not done the exact same fucking thing so it's a mess uh but let's talk about video game Overwatch. Oh, don't forget they canceled. They canceled their uh, Nintendo uh, World. We haven't got there yet. Damn, I man. Know, wait, why we're still not? talking. We're still talking uh, BlizzCon Sorry. leaks. Sorry, that's what we talk about. Uh, Overwatch supposedly is going to be. I think it's being dubbed Overwatch Two. Um, and basically, what it's going to be is it's going to have a PvP and a PVE element. PVE element will allow you to upgrade your characters so that their abilities will change or evolve over time. It hasn't been clarified from the leaker whether or not this will be a whole new game or will this be added to the game. Yeah. And from what I hear, there's also not going to be a new character announcement because Blizzard is trying to get this game out as quickly as possible. I would assume this is going to be some type of expansion to the standard game. So basically they're just going to reboot the original game with this new content, call it Overwatch 2. Everything will still be there that you already know, but they're adding new stuff. They would kind of have to do that because they just released it on the Switch. Yes. Why would you release a game on a brand new console? If you're going to... If, if you're, you're just going to make it, yeah, yeah you're going to split your pet player base within four months. Yeah, no, that's. I see this kind of being like. <sighs> Let's talk Final Fantasy fourteen. So you know, it launched and then it went back to the drawing board and changed entirely. Yeah, and I think Overwatch just comes back as this new thing with all of these new modes, and basically they just 
overhaul the original game because I think they're said they're they're kind of updating the look of the game, so maybe it's a new kind of style. But I don't know. And then of course you've all you've heard for for the last what six months, Jeff Kaplan saying that they have like the next six heroes in line. Yeah. So I mean, would you really? There's too many people that play this game. And and I know Drew and I speak from this from personal experience, but I've never played a game this long. No. Uh, and I don't think that they're willing to let people like us go. Yeah, no, they, 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 they they're smarter than that. Yeah. They're smarter to they're smarter than splitting a player base because you know that that's why they'll never release a World of Warcraft Part Two. Yeah, I remember hearing rumors about that forever. I was like, that would be absolutely just an atrocity. Yeah, because you would have people who would stay with the first World of Warcraft and people who would switch over and you just split your payer player base and you're not making money either way. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for this. Like I would like to, one of the things that I've noticed recently when I hit platinum is I didn't want to go back in and screw my rating. So I went back to playing things like quick play and, and mystery heroes. Yeah. And I remember how much fun overwatch is as a casual game. Yeah. Like it's just fun to just jump in there, you know, get a character you don't normally play and just, kind of not have anything attached to that, like getting a Genji, which I'm terrible with, and and just going all out in it because I don't care if I get killed or lose or, you know. Yeah. It takes the stress off, and, and that's actually really fun. So if there was like a single player or even a cooperative PvE mode where we could play together and level up our different heroes, like that would that would be neat. Yeah. I, I you know... I've been saying that for a long time since they first announced like a PVE mode, which was like Junkenstein's Revenge. Yeah, I've grown very bored of those those horde the, modes. The the problem is is like they don't change it up. Like yeah. they're fun to play that first time, but then you know, I thought that I thought probably their strong one of their stronger ones was the um the last one they did the Rising Storm one. Oh, where they did the two separate stories. Yeah. Yeah, they did one with one event and one in the next event. I remember that. Yeah, that was that was really cool. That was part of the up, uprising, I think. Yeah, I mean, event. I'll tell you what would really seal it would be you do these and they actually have like cutscenes. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Blizzard does. Blizzard is is the company to make CG cutscenes. Yeah, could you imagine and, finishing a level of Overwatch and getting like a a minute and a half to two minute Blizzard cutscene? Yeah, or even while you're playing, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, so like I don't, I, and that's that's what I've been saying this whole time. You know, like we, for a game that has no story, there's a lot of story in it, yeah. and what they could easily do is make like a single player thing, all about how Overwatch started, and it leads I, up. It leads up to the end of Overwatch, and then that's where the multiplayer comes in. Yeah, you play a different level with different characters. Yeah. The rising fall of Overwatch. For, yeah, yeah, I'm all for whatever they're bringing into the game. Uh, not everything they've brought in has worked. I don't care for, like, Capture the Flag and no. some of the other stuff that they've done, but I've always appreciated that they've done it. Like, any more ways to play Overwatch for me is good because it's my totally go-to game. Yeah. So it's it's one of the best games that's ever been made. Like yeah. I, I I know people cringe when you say that, but I it mean it really is, man. It really is. I mean Blizzard like Blizzard is the king of of like we're going to 
take a genre and make the best game out of it. Yeah. And they have done it. Like Overwatch, like I, I didn't play competitive multiplayer games until like I quit after Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden, like if you'd have told me four years ago you're going to be playing a competitive shooter online against other people almost every day, I would have <laughs> laughed in your face. <laughs> when you guys were like, when Jay was excited about Overwatch, I was like, I'll never play that. I don't, I don't play those kind of games, you know. I'll tell you what, what actually hit it for me. Was so I got in the beta. Me and Jay played together, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. You know, I was I was playing May on attack back whenever she was. You know, it, it was rough, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, this is okay, I guess." He's like, "Just stick with it, stick with it." He said, "Choose a character and just stick with him." I'm like, "All right." So I finally just stuck with Reinhardt, and I was like, "Okay, I get it now. I'm learning." You know, like, and you get the patterns down. You don't even realize it. Like, like, like me and another Reinhardt on another t- on the other team. Like, it's like mind games and stuff. Like, I, I, he just threw his fire strike, so he doesn't have that. I'm waiting on him to charge. You know, it's it's all this. It's it's so. It's almost like playing a fighting game. Yeah. And they have just captured that in the perfect way. It's the the the. The the amount of time it takes for a round is almost perfect. Uh, just everything like the loot boxes are only cosmetic, and it's not that big of a deal. And you know, uh, every match is different. Like I've yeah, played, I don't how many matches. It's weird when you think about it. Like there's nothing has really substantially changed in that game. I mean, for years. If yeah. you'd played it at launch and you played it now, you'd be like, this is the same game, unless you'd been playing it the whole time. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Like, I, I think about that game sometimes, and I pop in and I play, and I'm just like, man, I just, I have fun almost every time I play it. Yeah, I do too. Even when I'm losing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy, man. Blizzard, they, <laughs> they know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, that is for sure. Um. To kind of continue with the Overwatch conversation, like Anthony said, yes, uh, Blizzard actually canceled an event at the New York City Nintendo store for Overwatch for the Switch. Um, and that also leads into, I'm really curious how Blizzard is going to handle BlizzCon next week. Um, I don't think you put your developers out there for Q&A sessions. You don't have Q&A sessions, that's what you do. That's what I'm saying, is like they completely kill that part of the show. And you'll look you, bad still, but I know you, like, you can't win. That you, but you're better off not putting your devs in that position for a like a stance that the company took without, you know, like it's not fair to the developers that have to stand up on stage and defend the company they work for for a decision they didn't make. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, we saw the stupid outlash last year over the Diablo phone game. Yeah, that phone game really looks weak comparison now, doesn't it? Yeah, like you really but, should. I mean, those are things you should not be yelling at people about. And, and I get that this is a thing that I'm sure a lot of people feel very strongly about, and you should. But you do not pe- put people out there who probably agree with you. Oh, yeah. But the sounds of it, Blizzard employees have been pissed. They can't say anything because they work for well, the company. I want to pay my bills, you know? Um. 
It's it's a rough situation. It is, and I think if you're Blizzard, you're just smart. You put out your keynotes, you let them talk, you show some trailers, and then you get the fuck out of there. It's funny though because that mobile game, I believe, was a reskin of a Chinese mobile. Like it was made by the. It's not made by Blizzard. It's a developed by a third party who is a Chinese developer. So it's just kind of this weird, like, maybe you should have saw this coming. Well, again, it goes back to the statement I make every single week. Video game companies want to make your money. That's why they're pandering to China, guys. Yeah. I mean, so much of money comes out of China. Exactly. Let me just put it another way. Maybe if y'all weren't a bunch of cheap fucks... Who wanted everything for goddamn free? You I'll just wait for Game Pass. Pass. You talk about Game? Well, Game Pass ain't free, Drew. No, at least Game Pass, you're paying for something. I mean, like the race to the bottom on the mobile market was made by Americans. Like that is an American thing that happened. Like look at, like go back to like Square Enix selling their RPGs, like new ones on mobile, and people are like, I'm not paying. Fifteen dollars or whatever, and then they're like, "I don't want to pay have microtransactions in games." Like, what? What did you gonna win? Like, like what? What? What did you want from this? Like, I did you want to pay I want nothing? A free video game? Yeah, exactly. Like, it, we we caused the issue, and yeah, we don't want to pay full price for video games. I'll wait for it on sale. Blah blah blah. I'll buy it used, Chase but I'm the not money. gonna buy it from GameStop. Yeah. Um, okay. Where are you going to buy it? Yeah. eBay. So you end up with, you know, they have to chase another market to stay alive. <laughs> now, not everybody has to do that, but. I know, bought my used copy of uh, of uh, this game that is awesome. eBay from... Why aren't they making a sequel? Mm-hmm. Huh. I wonder. Yeah, someone that bought uh, Mirror's Edge full price. I'm surprised they made a sequel, and then no one sequel so thanks for coming no. out everybody that complained and wanted a sequel for years yeah. to be fair there might have been five of us but <laughs> I game flied that game back in the day I don't remember where I got mine but it's just, I, did, I didn't it, like Mirror's Edge <laughs> yeah, well, it was okay I, I didn't like it at all alright let's move on uh, speaking of fall games Star Wars Jedi game is done Dunzo. Uh, speaking on Game Pass, according to this report, Game Pass subscribers play more games and more genres. And that is also including games that are not in Game Pass. Okay. So this service seems to be doing well for developers, gamers, and everybody, actually. How, how does that work exactly? So, like, the Outer Worlds, I mean, does, how how much did Microsoft pay them? Well, I'd imagine they have to pay, uh, from what I understand, it's a royalty thing. And it's not, it's based on when somebody downloads the game, Microsoft pays. I guess in this case, it would be private. This one's a weird one because Microsoft owns Obsidian now. Yeah, but but this is also coming to PS4. But this game is being published by Private Division, which is a part of 2K. So I'm assuming every time somebody downloads The Outer Worlds, that it it triggers a payment to the private division of which Obsidian gets a cut of that. Okay. 
which I'd assume just goes back into Microsoft's pocket, right? Because Microsoft pays Obsidian. Microsoft is paying themselves with their own money. Yeah. So I think that's how it works, and I, I really don't know, but it's working. Because yeah. developers are saying that they're making money off of games on Game Pass. Microsoft is saying they're making money off of games in Game Pass. Which just seems crazy, because if you think about it, Drew, we could pay 15 bucks for our Game Pass Ultimate subscription this month and play a $60 brand new game. Exactly. That's to think uh, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't... But then again, they're digital. So it's not like Microsoft is paying for shelf space or... Yeah, or disc printing a disc. Yeah, it's all just running off of their server farms. So... You know what? This is one of those things in the future that I'm okay with, because $15 a month for the amount of get every month on game pass it's totally worth it and, yes and you know what i like the fact that they tell you like what's leaving here's an opportunity to buy the reduced cost yeah they do that every time and that's great that's 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 how you do this like that's how you do with like like even when alan wake was being removed and they put it on that deep discount that was from the store that was before game pass that's i appreciate when they give you a notice um, a discount's nice too, but like that they're removing it from a service. Like, I I think that's what even like makes Game Pass even better. Like, yeah, you're playing a game, you like it, it's going away, but there's a here's a sale price for you. Yeah, smart. And it's usually like two weeks out before it's removed if they tell you it's leaving. Yeah. So that's and, cool. and I should say the sale price isn't because they're leaving it. You get a sale price because of Game Pass. And I'll tell you what, a lot of indie games that I've been interested in are showing up on Game Pass, and it gives me an opportunity to just play them and see if I like them. Yeah. And I think that's super cool. Like, Blazing Chrome went to Game Pass. Uh, Moonlighter. Moonlighter, Felix the Reaper. A lot of them are launching in Game Pass. Yeah. I like that that roguelike that I can't remember the name of right now. God damn it. Yeah, like, games just games that's the one thing like people are like how can you say you know game pass is better than playstation now playstation now's library is like 700 games true but new games launch into game pass and that's crazy like we're able we're able to play the outer worlds this week just because we have game pass yeah that's like a major role-playing game from obsidian entertainment who does great role-playing games and you could play gears of war yeah here's five day one because you had Game Pass. I mean, that shit is cool. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah, like, I'm going to play The Outer Worlds. I might not have dropped $60 on it, because who has time for that RPG right now, but the fact that I've, I can just preload it on Game Pass and just play it on launch day. I spent so much time with Void Bastards. Yeah, Void Bastards went straight into Outer, Outer Wilds. Yeah. Went into Game Pass. Uh, Launched I, I... in Game Pass. I mean, it's just like, but Void Bastards, like, that's a game that I had heard things, good things about, but every time I looked at a screenshot of it, I went, oh, absolutely fucking not. And then I played it, and I went, oh my god, this is amazing. And, like, if it ever gets removed, like, if they ever send me a thing, like, for removing it, I'll buy it. That's how much I like that game. Like, it's weird, but I wouldn't have liked it had I not played it. So... It's it's yeah. it's a weird it's a weird thing. It is. I, I don't know how it works, but I'm glad it does. And and that's how I wish Sony's service worked. 
Yes, if Sony's first party games were in PlayStation Now, that would be the superior uh, service. Even if they even if they came not day and date, but like they're like two two or three months out, you know. I mean, we just now got God of War on PlayStation Now, and and they're and they're gonna take it off. In like yeah, it's January. not even gonna stay, and and I think that's I think that's a huge mistake. Like I was, so I was looking through the PlayStation Now library because I, I I upped for a year. It was finally worth the, sixty bucks for a year of that service is is a steal. Which, by the way, Drew, I, I streamed Operation Raccoon City just in memorandum of us. Um, that game's still neat. I know it. I know it. Um, but like I was looking through their first party games and like not everything is there. Like most of the Uncharted's on PS4 are not there. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, who's still buying Uncharted? Like, like why is it point, not on your service? Yeah, at like what point does a game that you frequently put on sale for $10 not make it onto that service? All of the Uncharted should be on the service because there's the collection, the HD collection, there's four, and then there's the Lost Legacy. Yeah. All just, of those should be there. It just doesn't make, but what I'm saying is like, even, even like out of the fact that like, yeah, those games, I think if you've wanted to play them, you've probably played them by now. Sure. Um, I mean, it really is like you put that game on sale all the time. I just you don't give away. You give away the, the last yeah, of us on too. PlayStation yeah. Plus, like just put it on the PlayStation Now service. Why is it not there? Like I, I, I can almost understand why Spider Man's not there. Spider Man is still selling. But something like Uncharted The Lost Legacy, why? Why is that not there? All the time. And I'm not just talking about like, ooh, you can play God of War for three months. No, God of War should be on there not say it's twenty dollars new. Yeah, if it's it that's Yeah. That's why your service is not as good as Game Pass. I'm sorry. Yeah. That that's why. Yeah, your Library greatest hits incredible. Your greatest hits, even if they're like on the store shelves for a month, you know, whatever date and time, but like put them on your service. I like the Yakuza games. Work that out. It doesn't even have to be all of them. Just give you a little bit of a taste. Here's like Yakuza Zero, Wami, or whatever one you want to do, and then have people go and explore. Like then you get sales because it's a series that's built in. Like it's just. There's, there's weird choices that are made with, with Sony. Like, for as big of a catalog as they have, that's a very paltry service, in, in my eyes. Yeah. Of exclusives, anyways. Yeah, um, no, I, I agree. They don't, they don't have to do it because they're Sony and they, they can do whatever they want. Glorious Nippon, I got it. Glorious yeah. Nippon can do whatever I, they want. I, I just hope that seeing the changes that they've made, dropping the price of PlayStation now, opening up crossplay. I hope these are signs that we're not getting arrogant Sony because we certainly have felt like we have we've been getting them since the PlayStation 4 was so dominant. And it's you another reason I, I hope I'm wrong too. I'm hope that Sony continues to do what they've been doing, which is what made it's so hard for me to sit here and take this because the reason why the PlayStation 4 was so dominant is because you had this awesome attitude at the beginning of the generation. Well, that plus, I don't think you can botch harder than Microsoft did at the beginning of the Oh, generation. of course. Microsoft helped. 
with their their stupidity. But I'm going to tell you this right now: they're not going to make that same mistake again. No, no. So they got rid of Don Matrick a long time ago. Don't 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 rest on Laurel, Sony. There's a reason why competition is good. It makes everything better for everybody. Well, is it is it bottom line? Aren't they the ones that also said they aren't looking at Nintendo like competition? Nobody looks at Nintendo as competition. Because yeah, well, Nintendo is just going to either they, dominate or fall. That's just how they work. Well, while they're working in the background with Microsoft on things. And that's why Microsoft's like, I don't see them as a competitor. I see them as a, a colleague. Smart. More. Yeah. Um, bah, 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 bah. What else is going on? Uh, Kamiya was out on Twitter uh, asking Capcom to let him Bring back Okami. So there's that. There's another game that I feel like should be on. They, <laughs> well, no, I feel like if they got a green light to do it, no, buy it. Well, I mean, Bingo. it's failed every time they've put it out. Every yep. time it's failed to sell. I, I, it's like the people people have been doing that. For- I'll tell you. I'll tell you a game that's going to be very humbling for coming out in November. Shenmue. Shenmue three. Shenmue three. Psychonauts two. I'm telling you, Psychonauts is is the best game that everybody claimed they played but didn't actually play. I think Psychonauts has a little better opportunity of hitting some more people because it's going to be pushed very hard by Microsoft since they own Double Fine now. That's I true. Think, I but think... I still think you're right. I don't think it's going to. No. I think Psychonauts. Has a, I think Psychonauts has a better chance with a marketing budget because it, like, now they'll push to people who find the artistic style of something like that appealing. Too like you know they'll try to get you in that way. Yeah, you know, Switch is a little bit more has a wider audience and stuff, and I I, I feel like. Because, like, Psychonauts was really originally an Xbox exclusive, but then wasn't, and then was Majesco published, and that was a nightmare, and I think it f- sunk the publisher. That and, and uh, what was that, Advent Rising? Yeah, that's right, Advent Rising. The, the game where they had a contest where you could find something in the game and win a million dollars, and nobody ever found it or got their money. <laughs> I think, uh, like, three people found it? Yeah, nobody got the money. Yeah. I blame Tommy Tallarico. <laughs> you know, I asked him about that game in the interview I had with him. What did he say? He said he still loves the music in that game. All right. Which it's, it is good. And you know what? I, I know Ryan gives me shit about it, but I like I did. It had its problems. Yes, had a lot of problems. But I like that game. I wish there was a way I could play it easily now, but. That game was trying to be Mass Effect before Mass Effect. Yeah. I get it. I understand what it was. A lot of people hate it because wasn't there somebody kind of shitty and racist who wrote the story? Oh, I don't know. It, what's it? Oh, God. I, it's um, kind of like Shadow Complex was written by Orson Scott Card. So Is it not Orson Scott Card on... It, did he do Rise? both of those? He might have. Orson Scott Card. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Well, shit. Do you think I could have pulled that... That name, if I tried, and you just drop it, I was like, "Yeah, I think it's the same guy." And you just say the name, yeah, yeah. Shadow Complex, but I don't think he. 
I don't know how much he because he always seems to sign up to write tie-in stuff, and the tie-in stuff never comes out because that's what happened with um, uh, Shadow Complex. Like he was supposed to do other stuff. He helped build the world a little bit, but really, other outside of that, he has. Okay. So. Um, another thing that uh, kind of went out this week was Capcom has said that they have plans to utilize some dormant franchises, which immediately set the internet ablaze. Um, stupid people, obviously, recommending games nobody's ever heard of. Don't do that. Nobody's going to do that. Um, I couldn't even I... name you a franchise. You could. Oh name wait. It. Under the skin, too. That's, That's I'm not even going that. I'm talking about people out there who are like, make Cannon Spike 2. Shut up. <laughs> Nobody's going to make Cannon Spike 2. No one's going to make Under the Skin 2. Like, well, I mean, what I'm saying, though, is this probably means there's a Dino Crash. Is what this probably means. Or maybe a new Dragon's Dogma. Or, you know. I would assume. Long Dormant, though. They just released the Switch version not too That's long. That's still the same game. But it still isn't dormant. Darkstalkers. We've been hearing rumors about that for how many years now? Last Darkstalkers game was what? Fucking three? No, yep, sorry. It was that out. PSP launch game, which was just a rehash of one. It comes out. There's only uh, online versus. There's no arcade mode. Yeah. Yeah. Indestructible. Gosh, this Street Fighter Four was ten times the game Street Fighter Five wasn't much. I just it still, is, it still is. What are you talking it still about? Is. Yeah. It still I just is. wanted to hurt Drew. Like that's all I said that for. I just wanted. I, to you, you know, since the Street Fighter Five debacle, I have almost no interest in fighting games anymore. <laughs> like really, I, I don't. Because like Street Fighter was like my game. Been playing it since I was like five. Got to get into that. Soul Calibur shit, man. Well, speaking of fighting games, uh, Mortal Kombat. I, I like this theme. A lot of games are doing this theme now, but Mortal Kombat's having a Halloween event this week. Okay. So I think that's pretty cool. I like events. Like, What can Overwatch, you get? Um, I think it's... Um, what is it? Some like accessories or something for the characters, and then like they're doing special towers that have like Halloween-themed... Um, stuff in them like pumpkins falling from the sky and uh there's a skin pack of course that you can buy that uh, turns jade into the wicked witch turns cabal into a slasher which is basically jason so i don't know i, I like that games do events like that like i get ex- like overwatch's halloween is probably my favorite event they do it like that's always my favorite one so uh, I think that's about all I got for news. I checked the emails. No emails. But we do have uh, some Twitter. Some tweets. So Jeremy wants to know, do you enjoy asparagus even with the after effects? Yes. No. I don't enjoy asparagus even without the after effects. There's that. Uh, Jeremy also wants to know what is your game of the year so far? So far? Yes. Resident As of Evil today. 2. Okay. Anthony? Sorry? I totally zoned out there. What is your game of the year? So far? Oh, I mean, 
I really want to tell you, be like, it's control, but it's really hard to top Resident Evil 2. Well, it would be Resident Evil 2, but... Yeah, I know, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat came out this year, so... Clearly my game of the year right now. Uh, I don't think anything's going to change between us. I really don't either. I, I think my number two will be Resident Evil, and I don't think that's going to change. And I think everybody's going to probably pick Res. If if I had to say what is the overall best game, you know, a consensus, I think everybody was Res. Yeah. I mean, I just I know that my favorite is Mortal Kombat, but I just don't think and you like, can deny how fucking my, good Resident Evil Two was. And my favorite is uh, Control. But man, that fucking Resident Evil Two. That game is. I you know I thought about playing that again the other day. I just. I was listening to the um, sound, the like music that plays when Mr. X is following you, because it just brings back that um, emotion. As I was like working on my computer, it was just like, <gasps> He's did you did you never you never played Resident Evil before this one, right? Well, I I, I dabbled with Res- like I had not played Resident. Evil. Okay. At all. I, I've played them, but I never. I finished five. That's it. Um, and it was just because it was a co-op game. Um, I had put in seven on VR and went. Nope, <laughs> not today. Not right now. Not in the middle of the night. <laughs> not, not while ever. people are. Not while people are sleeping. Um, I. Uh, it also doesn't look as good in VR, and it's, so it's like a really hard choice of like, do I really want something that looks less good when this game's so pretty, but it's clearly a more crazy experience? Um, but uh, yeah, this was my first like tra- uh, traditional, I suppose, sense of like Resident Evil, where the tone is scary without being like Outlast scary. Yeah. Resident Evil I, 2 is a fucking gem. It, it is. The puzzles, the, the the atmosphere at all times. I mean, Mr. X following you is my type of horror. Like, where it's just this constant, like, anxiety rather than jump scares. I much prefer that feeling of um, constantly being like, oh, okay, he's coming. I got to do this quickly. And then I'm like, oh, can't. Going to have to do a run around the building. Um you should like, you should definitely listen to the soundtrack of the original. See, I got the I got that edition that came with the soundtrack, like the you can. I have make, the original. Yeah, I bought the I bought the DLC for Resident Evil. Yeah, so I they played were, through. I think I played through my second or third playthrough with the original. It's so it's good. so like, good, man! It's so good that I that police station theme is still great. The only game. music. The only music I'm super familiar with with Resident Evil outside of like the remakes music is that terrible soundtrack for Resident Evil Director's Cut. <laughs> it's oh? bad. I'm like, oh, he's a deaf composer? I would have never known. Oh, wait, he's not actually deaf? Then explain that fucking music. And then apparently some of it's fucking stolen. What a fucking mess. How? <laughs> oh, I love that. Blue Apple Blue wants to know, is there a game you played as a child that left you absolutely traumatized? One that gave you recurring nightmares or a lifelong Superman 64. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Is this actual nightmares or is it because it's I, bad? I'm gonna tr- be truthful with you. I don't. The only thing that ever gave me nightmares is when I watched Child's Play when it first came out. I was a very young child. Um, Sinistar. Like the arcade game Sinistar. I, I know the game. I mean, yeah. I mean, the voice he screams at you. And then, like, he just rushes in from off the screen and crushes your ship into pieces. That was terrifying. I, I legitimately do not have a video game. Traumatized me. Yeah, that yeah. bothered me for a long time. That and the uh, opening sequence of James Pond Underwater Agent, where he roars like the lion. I, it's I like, really, I really think you're going to be the only person in the world to actually say James Pond traumatized you. <laughs> Well, I mean, you gotta understand, like, like as a kid, like, it bothered me. I don't give a shit now. Like, traumatized is a very hard word to use, but, like, it bothered me. Like, it scared me as a kid. Um, but it's only the opening sequence. I just couldn't watch the opening sequence. That was you, it. You, the funny thing is, is I should probably retract what I said and just say, you're probably the only person in the world who's going to mention James Pond. Yeah. Yeah, you're not you're not wrong there. There's a there's a there's a version of it on Switch. Yeah, it's probably. Oh no, 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 no. That's the second game. That's the game that for some I reason. I said a second, version of it. Uh, I meant playing, like the second franchise. game's been ported to a thousand different consoles. I don't know who owns the rights to that, but the third game is better. Well, the fucking James Pond owns the rights to his own games. Uh, I don't know. Johnny Turbo's. Johnny Turbo's right. awesome. He worked on Eternal Champion. Is there a game that you played as a child that you could not finish and want to complete it now as an adult pro gamer? Who on this show is a pro gamer? Fucking, I don't know. Drew? Drew Yeah, he's gonna... God damn it, Ken! God damn it! (laughs) Couldn't just let me have it! God damn it! I made the picture! I, I have so no, close. I have no need to to go back and play the really crappy games that I couldn't beat when I was a kid. I don't know if I have anything crappy. I have stuff that I like rented that I own now that I want to finish. I guess that counts. God, like, I'm trying to think back if there's anything the, I've never the finished. The Spy Hunter game that came out on like PS2. Oh, you don't want to finish that? I liked that game. You are bad taste. I mean, I never Not finished Two Frame Roger one. Rabbit, but I really nobody finish wants to it. play that. Nobody wants to play that. I'm Jordan. talking the I'm talking the first one that didn't have the rock in it, Ken. Yeah, I know which game you're, you're talking about. Didn't, it's not a the bad game. The one with the rock never came out. The one with the rock did come out. The movie never came out, but the yeah, game whatever. came out. Nobody Ken. cares. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to play. Tell lies. Nobody cares. Bullshit. <laughs> That's, isn't that how you're supposed to do video game shows now? You're supposed to go around a lot. No, you say I have source. Uh, sources are saying, and then you never credit anything. Sources are saying that I'm making educated guess. The rumors new, are that the, there's a new switch on the fucking horizon. Really, how many? It's uh, it it actually transforms into a helio. Oh fucking. <laughs> Transform into a dildo, shove it up your ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if we did like game like category awards, that would totally be best moment is Heliocatopter. Heliocatopter. 
2019 best game moment from Remnant. From Remnant the from the ashes. Oh, is he? Does somebody say that? He yeah, is somebody, it's an old kooky man. <laughs> Does, oh, and, so it's supposed to be wrong. Okay. Yeah. It's, no, he's okay. like a he's like a weird, like a really bad fucking translation there. So no, cute. no. The the voice acting in 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 uh, Remnant is actually pretty good. He's got he, 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 helicopter. Yeah, he's, I, I found this. I found this heli helio heli helicopter. And he sells soup. And he sells soup to you that gives you buffs. Yeah. I mean that's some video game ass video game right there. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about right there. So I was like, oh man, oh. All right, moving on. As a pioneer in video game podcasting and a role model for podcasters, I understand why you want to hone your skills in making audio gems. But there is a generation of listeners that only use YouTube for their podcasting goodness. If you thought about dumping the audio file on YouTube, you don't need to record video. You could just use static pictures or even Gambus Dance GIF used to do outtakes before YouTube became popular and before YouTubers. I don't know. I'm too lazy to do all that. I guess I am too. I mean, we used to do all kinds of cool shit, but man, who got, who got the time for that now? I at one point thought about going through old episodes and pulling out best clips and putting them on like YouTube. Oh God. Yeah, exactly. If it's like, I don't know. I don't feel like I've done enough bad things in my life to go through the old episodes of this where there was one mic on a table. No, you don't. Listen to the four of you scream across the room at each other. No, you don't. You don't want to listen to those episodes. They're only there for curiosity's sake. You should never go back and listen. Yeah, Yeah, you said that, and I was just like, you know what? Somebody actually went back and counted... How long it would take to listen to every show we've ever done? I forget what the time was. It's a long time. It's a very long time. If you have... Two times speed. This is funny because this next question is like, if you have some free time, (laughs) you could use some (laughs) games B-roll or your random gameplay. Same thing can be applied on... Uh, I think that's still part of it. Implying I capture gameplay... I can't tell you the last time I do screenshots from time to time, but I don't. I very rarely can, unless something really cool happens in Overwatch. Then I, uh, the last yeah. time I captured screenshots, like genuinely, like I need to screenshot this, was for uh, Left Alive, which did come out this year. Might be my worst game of the year. Um, I uh, I captured the screenshots just so there was no bull shots. Just because I wanted to show how fucking ugly that game looked. Real Shogun Beat says, as a PC gamer, I have all real systems. Shots fired. I used to check Steam daily and add games to my wish list, but I've noticed I have not bought any games on my PC this year. Game Pass might have hooked me back on Xbox. I'm currently playing Friday the 13th and World War Z. Microsoft done gotcha. Microsoft might be onto something with access rather than ownership. This strategy is removing the huge barrier of entry. Imagine how streaming is going to hit if they can work out the lag issues. And and like I, we were talking about this earlier, but I do love the fact that it is um, uh, membership over ownership, but they don't take away the option of ownership. Nope, you can still buy the game. And they that, give you a discount. They give you like a 10% discount. Yeah, that is... That is how you do that. 
that is how I want the future to be. Like, give the option. Like, you still have it on the service. Like, it shouldn't be too much of an issue to either stream the thing or download the thing. So, you know, I, I like that. That Microsoft's doing everything right, in my eyes, to make someone like me, who's a paranoid mess about this shit, uh, be okay with it. So far, anyways. Yeah. No, I like this. Drew, you said you sound like you were gonna say something. Sorry. No, no. I Okay. I got nothing. You got nothing. We're all gonna subscribe to Game Pass and it's gonna be cool. I think it's really gonna be telling and we we didn't talk about this in news, but there's been a lot of rumors floating around about Sony's looking into complete compatibility with the PS five. Um I think that's a hope and a dream that'll never happen. I would love hundred percent to be wrong with that though. And that the PlayStation 5 plays all five generations of PlayStation video games. That, I mean, truthfully, and I'm an Xbox guy, that'd be the greatest console ever made. <laughs> A system that plays PlayStation 1 through 5? Fucking kidding me? It'd be beautiful. Um, but Microsoft has done a lot of that work to have Xbox One, 360, and OG Xbox games all working in one environment. And I really like that. So keep on keeping on. There's only one more tweet left. You want to know what it is? Sure. It just says Death Stranding. Who said that? Curtis. Curtis says Death Stranding. Did he whisper it like that? Actually, no, it's got an exclamation point, so it'd be Death Stranding. There you go. Hey, can you say it in the hater voice, like Death Stranding? Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Man, what if he shows Metal up in that game? No, because Kojima doesn't like him. Yeah, <laughs> Kojima has has cut all ties with That's, David Hater. Yeah, well, that I mean, he's the reason. Kojima's the reason why Hater wasn't in five. Wasn't Konami? Kiefer was barely in five. Uh, he does a lot of audio, just you have to find them. Yeah. I mean that's how I wanna play that's how I wanna play that game. Anyway, that is all of the show this week. Um if you want to follow us on Twitter, that M4G podcast, shoot us some tweets. We like to we like to talk about them instead of the fun. If you want to send us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. Uh, you can follow all of us individually on Twitter. I am at ZTGD. Anthony is at NTRSKT. And Drew is at DML Fury. You can also follow the site at ZTGD Content. And while you're clicking on things to follow on Twitter, follow the Phoenix Down podcast at ZTGD Phoenix Down. As mentioned earlier, Deadly Premonition is the next game on yeah. the list. We might only do a week of it because Drew seems really pissed already. I just, I hate that game. Bad video game. It is. Um... I think that's it. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard because even next week I can't talk about the biggest release of probably November. So it's gonna be another week before I can talk about that. I don't know what we're gonna talk about next week. I guess I can talk about medieval. Yeah. So when I was trying to think if anything else was coming out, but I don't. I mean, Call of Duty. I'm assuming we'll talk about that. I think Anthony, yeah. you're you're taking Call the Call of Duty. I'm taking the card. The call of duty. Uh, we've asked for WWE, but we haven't got it. That would have been a wombat jam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I've seen a lot of terrible gifts of that game on Twitter. I'll tell you that. Yep. No. Yep. 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 But that's it. Pretty. No, it does not. Which is funny. Because still, it still sells. It. How does it get worse every year? I mean, that takes talent. It really does. That's it for the show this week. We out. Peace, purchase. Epic fail. Welcome to the N4G Podcast. Oh, you can...